this is a new year. I want you to inhale positivity. I want you to get connected. I want you to lean into greatness. And it starts with you. Hi, I am Sierra Earl. You are listening to Lean In and Listen with Sierra. This is a boardroom for all women. This is a place, a space for women to be their authentic selves. So grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea and lean in and listen with me. Good morning. Happy, happy new year. Let me tell you guys, I need you to lean in and listen this year because I have some exciting things here, exciting information that I want to share with you, and I just can't hold it in, so I'm just going to get to it, you know? Now that 2023 is over, it's behind us, we are physically living in the moment of 2024, and I don't know about you guys, but what got you here cannot sustain you going forward. Let me say that again. What got you here cannot sustain you this year. And I need you to know that is pertaining to every area of your life. It's pertaining to your marriage. It's pertaining to relationships, your career development, friendships, anything that you can name of. It's pertaining to it. And you got to really lean in and soak this information in. I need you to know that everything is shifting and you got to know what side you're on. You got to know what team you're playing for. And let me just tell you right now, (laughs) I just got to jump to what happened on New Year's Day. And I can tell you I'm a little devastated, but um, it is what it is. A lot of people don't know that um, my family and I went to California. We made a big trip out of it because last year, of course, we were pregnant and we didn't get a chance to take the kids anywhere like we usually do. So, of course, Alabama won and they were on their way to the Rose Bowl. And we took the kids. So let me, I can tell you all this story because we packed them up and it was like home alone going through the airports. I'm telling you, you know, the bags, the book bags, all the, it's just, it was so much going on. And I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like I'm counting everybody, making sure everybody's there. You know, Benjamin is in my pouch. I mean, we're, although we're there early, you're still always running, right? And so we spent a couple of days in San Diego for the kids and we did a lot of kids uh, little events. You know, we went to the San Diego Zoo and we we took the kids uh, to different museums and just all kind of stuff. And they liked Legoland. We just really, really spent like some quality time with our kids and they just enjoyed it, right? And then we went up and we drove up to LA and brought in the new year and we walked and did more museums and just spent time with the kids. But most of all, we went to the Alabama football game in Pasadena. And all I can tell you guys, I was so nervous the whole time before the game started. Like, I sort of knew that we wasn't going to win. I couldn't tell my husband that, but I've been really looking at how Alabama's been playing this whole year. And I just said, I didn't think we had what it took. 
And it goes back to what I'm saying. What got you here can't sustain you. We can't keep living like this. We can't keep moving like this. We can't keep practicing like this. Like, it's the real deal. It's the real McCoy. And when they start playing, I felt the defeat. I don't, I I can't say how other people felt, but I felt the defeat. But it's like I had to sit there and watch this thing play all the way through. And if anybody knows anything about Alabama football, we always pull through, right? But we can no longer do what we used to do if we want to be somewhere higher, better, or greater. We just can't do it. So, yes, we lost. We lost. It was 27 to 20. We went over, we went into overtime and I was just sitting on the edge of my seat like, we got it. No, we don't. No, we got it. No, we don't. And then Benjamin started crying. So let me tell you about this. So we took my son, my both both of my sons, and of course, everybody knows I'm nursing my baby boy and he was looking at me like, you're not going to leave me behind. I'm going too. So I put him in my pouch and we have all our Alabama gear on and it's my husband, my oldest son, because he's really into football. And I took baby Benjamin. We did not take the girls. Okay. I was not going to be running back and forth to the bathroom into the snack stands talking about mom, can I have popcorn? Can I have a hot dog? Because that would have been the highlight of their life at the game. And this was not the time to have little girls jumping up and down, talking about, I want to go to the restroom every five minutes. So I put Benjamin in that pouch. We are watching the game. This baby is sitting up there like he's been here before. He's watching the game, didn't cry, nothing. And he's so much more like my oldest son anyway, because when I had my firstborn, which was 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, and I could take him anywhere. And guess what? My baby boy, I can take him anywhere. So we were in the game, and I just felt like we need something more. Nick Saban, are you going to pull something out the hat? I mean, it's not even about Nick Saban, but the team. Are you going to pull something out? This is not the time to really be pulling anything out the hat. This is about... You utilizing what you need on this field to be successful. This is about all of the practicing. This is about a standardized test. This is how I look at it. You can't pull anything out the hat. It's about what you've learned all season. It's about what you've been practicing for all season. This is how you're going to play. You can't cheat. You can't half step. You can't be playing around. And I just felt like that's what we did. I'm sorry. I know many may be mad at me for saying this, but we just did not do our best. And guess what? We lost. And you know what? It was a teachable moment for my son because I explained to him. He was so upset. I said, I don't want you to be a sore loser. I want you to look at people in the eye and tell them, great job. Because guess what? 2023, How many of you have been a sore loser? How many of you lost a family member, a best friend, a job? Your career went down the drain. A relationship. Like, 
How many of you lost something? Or maybe you lost yourselves. That is what that game showed me. Like you can lose, but you can get back up. And you can have a positive outcome after the lost. It's all about how you perceive it, how you look at it, and how you move forward in it. And it was just a very good teachable moment for my son. My husband talked to him. I talked to him. We, we had a chance to have that little mom and son relationship bonding time out there in something that he enjoys, which is football. And I just let him know, sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. But it's about how you act, your character, your, your feelings, I need you to always have self-control, but I need you to know how to express your hurt, express your feelings, but still be able to look on the bright side. And I asked him, what did you learn from this? And, you know, we did our New Year's resolutions, and of course, you guys know about all of that. I explained to my son, what God is here can't keep us going. And so I leaned in even more and I said, you know, last year, 2023 was a difficult year for even us, you, myself, your father, your siblings. And I will tell you that what got you here is not what's going to sustain you. You're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to work smarter. You're going to have to, and when I say work harder, I'm talking about working hard behind the scene. I'm talking about working when no one's looking at you, picking up a book and reading when no one asks you, doing and going over beyond in your academics, going over and beyond in anything that you're doing when no one is looking at you. Because what just happened, we just had a standardized test and we didn't win. So are you retaining everything you've ever learned to be able to sit and take a standardized test. It's not about making an A. It's about retaining the information that you need to be successful. And so my son looked at me and he was like, wow, mom. I was like, yeah, you told me you're ready for new conversations with your mom. You're ready for me to to talk to you in a more mature manner. You're ready for this next level, but are you really ready for the next level? And I have to ask you guys, are you really ready for 2024? Are you? Or are you going to live it like 2023? You need to ask yourself that. You have to lean in right now. What is needed right now? Because things are shifting Again, you got to know what side you're on, what team you're playing for. You can't be indecisive in this hour. You have to be sure. You have to be confident in your abilities. And if you're not, you need to find resources that will help you along the way. I don't have all the answers. And when I don't have the answer, I call on somebody, you know. Um, Right now, I do coaching I coach different businesses. I coach their employees. But what I learned is, you know what? To be a great coach, I need a good coach. 
And so my husband and I are challenging ourselves to have our own individual coach this year because we're constantly coaching, but we got to have somebody to pour into us. And again, what got us here can't keep us going. So we have to change up some things. And I challenge you to change up some things. Alabama lost. Did you lose something? And if you did, are you okay? Because losing hits very hard when it's your loss. Maybe not to someone else. But when it's your loss, it hits different. You feel it. But I want you to understand that life isn't over. This is a new year. I want you to inhale positivity. I want you to get connected. I want you to lean into greatness. And it starts with you. So I need you to get your spouse, get your friends, the relationships that you're in, your career, or what you would say your job. And I want you to really look at it. Is it giving you what you need? Not what you want, but is it giving you what you need right now, this year? You can't keep thinking about all the things that happened last year, the year before, and the year before that. Like, what's going to sustain you right now? And if it's not going to sustain you right now, you got to get some help. Don't wait till it bottlenecks and you don't know what to do. You see something, you see red flags, you see things not going the way it's supposed to go. I need you to find some help. Get a coach. Get someone that will help you along the way. So you have to ask yourself, how do I know that I am aiming in the right direction? How do I know that it's getting better? You don't know if you didn't write it down, you didn't say it, <laughs> and you're not, you don't have a plan. You have to have a plan. And I don't care what anybody says. Write it down. And chart your behaviors. Chart what you're doing differently. Because evidently, what you did last year didn't work. If you felt like you failed or you wasn't successful, it didn't work. So you have to start over again. And that plan, I, I always say, just choose three things. Three things to measure your behavior, your pattern by. You got to start off at least doing it 21 days. You know, I really do believe in 21 days of prayer and fasting. You got to do something at least minimum 21 days to get a pattern going on. And you got to look at it every day for 21 days. Eat, sleep it for 21 days. And I'm not going to say that's going to sustain you but it'll get you going in the right direction. For an example, right now, my family and I, we are doing like no drinks, no sodas, none of that. We're doing soups and salads. So now I'm creating different soups. It's cold outside and we are doing salads every day. That is something that we're doing for our 21 days. Like 
strictly lettuce. And I mean, I'm putting all kind of different toppings and things like that on it. But the whole family is eating the same thing. And guess what? Now my children are like, okay, what topping are we going to have on our salad today? You know, but it's soups and salads for us for at least 21 days. We're flushing our systems with water. And if we do any type of sweetening, it'll be like lemonade or sweet tea. But that's something that's so small. But I'm trying to get my kids to understand self-discipline. And it comes with a behavior, right? And our behavior is we're changing our eating habits as a family. So even though my husband goes into the office, I go into the office, I'm like, whatever you having for lunch, it has to still uh, reflect what we're doing at home because it's going to get us to the ending result that we want. It's not about losing weight this time around. It's about depriving ourselves of something that didn't work last year. You know, I mean, we're in our 40s. Health is is so important right now. You know, we, we've, we've lost close friends. We lost close relatives this past year. I mean, it's been a lot going on. And it makes you look in the mirror and say, what am I doing every day, every week, every month, every year to be able to take that standardized test? When you go to the doctor's office, you can flush your system out all you want to when you go see your um, your yearly physician, but it's going to tell what you've been doing if your blood pressure's up, right? So we are really taking things backwards and working from that end, doing the right steps along the way. So again, you know, write it down, and I've talked about that before, And always look at it, and then you create a plan. But just only focus on three things that you want to change this year. Don't know more. Now, if you do more, and if you change more, and if you complete more, that's great. But if you focus on three things, three aspects, I promise you that's going to be a lot for you. Because every thing that you put under each one of those three it's going to unravel even more stuff. And to really fulfill it, just pick three things. So when I think about why we need, my husband and I needed a coach for 2024, it's because, you know, people like, oh, you just want one. No, when you need a coach, that means you have a deficit in your life. That means something's not working. And like I said, what worked before is not going to sustain us going forward. It's working, but that well is going to run dry. And so when you have found out in your life, your heart rate is up and oh my God, your blood pressure is up. You got to do something before it is detrimental to your life. And so for us, we're like, you know what? We have four kids and we're the type of parents we like to really be engaged and and really be in our children's lives. Like, I'm not the mom that wants to drop my kids off at school and let the kid let the school take care of my kids. No, I am very intentional with my children 
each one of them. And even with our careers, we're very intentional. And so with that, we knew we needed something. And so we go to these conferences for the law firm and I go to conferences for self-development in my coaching businesses and different things like that. And so I'm always learning, getting continuous education on things that will make me better. And I realized I had a deficit And when I talked about it with my husband, he was like, oh, my God, I got one, too. And I said, I tell you what, we're not going to cheat this thing and we're just going to have a coach together. I think as a male, you need your own coach. And as a female, I need my own coach because my aspirations are different from your aspirations. The way you cover our house is different the way I cover our house. But we're both growing in the same direction, but we need different things to fulfill us to get to that point. So that's what drove us to actually have different coaches individually. Even when we were doing out our resolution for the new year, we always do a family plan for the year, but we do individual plans. Like he has a plan, I have a plan. Each kid has a plan. And then we have a family plan. Then we have our goals and aspirations in our careers as well. So we have like a couple of plans that is like a custom, a custom plan for each one of us. And because, you know, I I don't know, I've managed people my whole career. Now I'm managing the little people that's at my home. It's so funny. And I do treat them like little employees because I think all of them should have their own plan. Like, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What would they like to work on? And what can they help their other sibling in that they're strong in? Like, this is conducive for all of us. And if I can get each one of them little coaching, I would do the same. But for right now, mom is their coaching, <laughs> their coach, and dad is too. But when even in their curricular activities or in, even in their academics, we actually have people to assist them. So really... I just answer my own question. Like they have their own little individual coaches, if you really think about it, even if they're doing tutoring or even if they're doing like one-on-one development for different things, I think that's really important. So to be honest, guys, I think everybody needs some sort of type of coach. And the reason you need it is because you see a deficit. So By me getting a better coach this year, I can be a better coach to you and the people that I assist in the businesses and the employees that are part of the businesses that I assist. So by me growing in this area, I can help my clients grow in this area. 